everybody, and welcome back to today's episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die. Uh, Carlos, I assume you have a solution to your problem now. Are you ready to, have you decided what you want to do? I think in this very second, I decided what I'm going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to risk it. I'm going to cast this guy self. Um, okay. Maybe that person who's close can hear me. I'm not sure. Okay. But I, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try to be road <laughs> in a blast. <laughs> so you're gonna pretend to be road to try to escape. Okay. Well, they hear there's already the the whining sound. There's the alarm outside. You casting a spell. Verbal components are like speaking at a projecting volume. You are in the same room as them. There are conflicting noise. I think I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a perception check, and we'll see. Give me a give me a second to make. I'm just gonna make one to see if they can hear you. Okay, so now here's the one that actually matters. Uh, when they turn around, because they hear a sound, they hear someone talking. When they turn around, what matters is are you mid spell? Or do you finish in time that they see road? Oh, that's a good question. So let's yeah. have you make a make an initiative roll because initiative is just like how fast you are to act. So why don't you make an initiative roll? I will oppose with the guard, and if you beat me, then they see road. And yes. if uh oh, good roll. It's a twenty. It's a twenty for everyone at home. It's a twenty. <laughs> I ruined it. My sheer relief. He didn't think he could pull it off, but he pulled it off at the last second. It was a 20. What are the chances? About one in 20. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's see how let's see how I do. The guard has a plus one on initiative. I have 35. Wow. I only got a 15. So the guards turn, they, they hear the sound. The, the one in the bathroom who definitely heard, they're like turning the taps off. They hear something and we see their perspective and behind them there's like the flash of magic and they don't see it and they turn around and like, wait a second, what was that? And then what are you doing when we see, okay, first of all, describe what Winnegar thinks Road looks like. Oh no. Oh, that's a real good question. Right? Because uh, like this is this is the thing. And I, I feel like in a universe where you can magically disguise yourself as someone, I assume you have to consciously build the disguise in your mind, right? You you form an image of this person and you become them. It's not like you dig into your memory and get a perfect image of them. You have to like so you would it'd be really funny to disguise yourself as someone and then have them come out and stand next to you and be like, this is what, what they think you look like versus this is what you actually look like. Like you would, everyone would be kind of like a care, a slight caricature of everyone else. So what does Winnegar think road looks like? What is Winnegar's road disguise? Um, so Winnegar's road disguise, I think is, um, so I think, Road is covered in ash, um, mm-hmm. you know, because of the blast or whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, the the second part of the ash is to kind of uh, make her a little bit more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think her gills are totally misplaced, like maybe on like the side of her neck, but then also like, oh, does she? Are those dimples or gills that she has on her? Say, Road, do you actually have gills? <laughs> I genuinely don't think I do. No, you don't. <laughs> no. But like, yeah, like 
she lives in the water. Of course she has gills. That'd be stupid if she didn't have gills. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does she breathe? That makes no sense. No jellyfish um, gills. It's fine. Yeah, jellyfish gills. Uh, what color are, is road? Like a uh, lavender, right? Or yeah, purple. Like, yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Some may yeah. say move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a really nice, like a kind of periwinkle. It depends on the time of year. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's a lavender, but I feel like vinegar also, like, road is also very put together. Uh, so vinegar has imagined road with makeup, but it's like vinegar putting makeup on for the first time, also. So it's just like way too much blush, like right here, and like dark blue <laughs> eyeshadow, like all around. Uh, it's it's all- great. It's great because these Simic guards will probably think that you just look like a total mess. The real danger would be that if Rode ever saw this. Saw yeah. this, yeah. Well, you might compliment his smoky eye. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> On top of all of that, though, uh, Winnegar is making a very quick decision in his head. Should he go for accuracy on Rhodes' voice or uh, which is basically just disinterest like if disinterest was a voice it would be right because you want to it's you want to be road but you want to be like a version of road that these guys won't hate so a sympathetic one so that's what's happening that's that's exactly when they turn around so he won't make that decision until he has to (laughs) okay so yeah so you are you look like road but the spell doesn't actually change your voice at all. So Winnegar still has to do a like road impression voice wise. That's all on Winnegar. So they they turn. They see this like b- battle damaged version of Winnegar's impression of road. Now, what are you doing? Are you like pretending to be unconscious? Are you just like waking up? Like what? Yeah, I'm like standing up and I'm like, like looking like, oh. Like what happened like that? Like, like what's going on? Like touching like my body making sure like, Oh, am I okay? Am I good? Yeah. And so the the guard in the bathroom is the one that hears you. He turns around uh, and he, uh, and he's like, man alive. And he like runs over and, uh, and he's like, sir, 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 Lieutenant, we, there's someone in here, Lieutenant. And, uh, and the, the other guard turns like, what the hell are you? And then they, they come over to you uh, and they just start fussing over you. But remember, you can't let them touch you because if they touch you, they'll realize that it's it's fake. So they start coming over and the, the guard is like, ma'am, you sit, sit down, ma'am. Like you, you could be hurt. Uh, we don't we don't want to make this any worse. Uh, ma'am, you've been in an explosion. Uh, we're here to help. And they, they come over and he's, he's definitely going to like grab you and sit you down and like check before, your pulse and stuff. Before they take a, yep. a step forward. OK, I want I want to yell. Uh, be careful where you walk. <laughs> I was walking and it went off. Be careful. Nobody move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, make a deception check. Oh my God. This is getting worse. This is why I don't lie in real life, guys. Yeah, right. like, this, is, this is why it's so bad. Oh my hey. God. Okay. All right. So they, they both stop and look at each other like, what do you, uh, what do you, man, what do you mean? Uh, also, Whitaker has decided it is a Southern Bell accent that he is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Y'all are, are y'all the police? <laughs> I believe it's pronounced 
Police. Police. Business, and I was I was walking in my apartment, and I must have tripped something. Bless my. my Southern rambling. Nobody take a step forward. We don't want another kaboom boom going on. Of course not. A a kaboom boom? How? How? No. Of course not. So they they stop eyes wide looking at each other like oh no like we can't I don't want to kabook whatever she said and they, they stop and um the the Azorius and the lieutenant both see you and they're like they they forget their argument for a second and they both come in to the they circumvent the room uh and then the guard near the door says to the lieutenant like sir stop wait and they, they stop and the 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 guard is like she said that the Apartment might be trapped. There could be more explosives. And everybody just kind of freezes in place. And the uh, the Azorius looks past the the other one into the into the kitchen to, to you, uh, Winger. And you're you're standing up now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm standing up. So she uh, she she says to you, um, ma'am, you're going to be all right. We have ornithopters on the way. Now I need you to tell me what happened here. And she turns and she's like to the lieutenant. She's like. Didn't you scan the room for survivors? And the lieutenant's like, we did. Uh, and he, of everyone here, the lieutenant is the only one that's like, we definitely searched this fucking room. Like, what is going on here? And like the little polyp is still making whimpering noises. And so of everybody, this is that's the person you need to convince. Everyone else is interested in what's going on. But the Azorius is the one that says like, you need to tell me everything. What happened? Uh, I think my... <laughs> My strategy will be um, panic. Uh, so, so basically, well, I was in I was in my apartment, you see, and I was just I was catching up on my readings because I I love I love all my operas and I love you know catching up on all, all my shows and. Oh, so you say this, and we get a pointed camera shot of all of the like broken wine bottles just <laughs> laying around the room. Um, and the, the Azurius like nods and she says, ma'am, is this your apartment? Yes, this is my apartment. Of course, this is my apartment. You came into it, didn't you? And she, kill you. she's like, how is it that you came to be knocked unconscious, ma'am? There's been an explosion. What do you know? Well, last thing I knew is, uh, I was, I was, I was walking in my apartment and I, I started hearing this, this noise, this rattling noise from the bathroom. Um, and, and, and I went in there to check and then the, the rest of the place, I, I heard this noise happen right below me. As soon as I went to go check right where that young man's standing right there. <laughs> he like looks down at the floor and now these two, the guards inside are looking at everything in the apartment. Like it could just explode at any moment. Um, and the Azoria says, um, Ma'am, are you storing anything dangerous, any volatile chemicals, running any experiments in your apartment? We need to know if these men are in danger. And the, the, the men look at you like, we need to know if we're in danger. Uh, oh, God. Okay, I know. I'm just totally going to lie uh, because I want to get out of here. Um, so I would say, 
no, I don't, I don't do anything like that. Uh, I'm, I'm a model. Uh, I'm just, I'm a model. Uh, it's what I do. It's how I make my living, just modeling and stuff. But no, I, I don't know any stuff about, about explosives. And all. You know what? That Mr. Franklin, who lives below, he's always doing experiments and he has little vials and beakers and, and buns and burners and stuff. I bet you he had something. And it came from below. I bet you he has something to do with it. And so the, the Azurius says, uh, ma'am, we're going to need you to come with us. And uh, the guards are now kind of looking to like, OK, like we can. So this lady doesn't really like where there's nothing to worry about. And they they, they come over towards, you know, like carefully uh, because they they're not they're not like approaching to arrest you or it seems like they're not anyway. And they uh, they're like, all right, ma'am, come on, you're safe now. You're, you're going to come with us. And uh, and they I think the one closest to you like reaches out to put a reassuring hand on your back, but also to like push you towards the door. What are you going to do? Uh, I want to flinch and mm-hmm. be like, no, y'all go first and I'll follow one foot after another. I'm going to follow in your footsteps. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be blown to pieces because you want to get fresh in my apartment. <laughs> so make, <laughs> make, make, make a uh, performance check. Let's just Intimidation. see. Intimidation. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different options here. I think performance for the whole thing. Oh, oh my god a 24 yes. a 24 all right so the azorius uh turns to the the simic lieutenant who we see is still very suspicious of you and uh she just nods like yeah yeah this doesn't add up like we'll question this lady elsewhere um but the two guards they're they're like okay ma'am like we're gonna we're gonna get out of here together and they're they're you know they're walking through the whole thing with you so uh yeah they don't they don't they don't touch you um but this one uh walks towards the door and when he gets there he turns back like see safe and then the one behind you gestures like go ahead i'll be right behind you oh he's behind me yeah okay uh but we're going single file right yeah i mean there isn't a lot of room in the apartment now there's debris everywhere but basically the one behind you is gesturing like you go on ahead and i'll i'll follow up behind you would I be able to cast minor illusion while I'm in this? Uh, if it has a verbal component. Oh, no, no, you know what? I'm already disguise self. Yeah, it'll it'll Oh, and disguise self would go away, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm going to Yeah, I'm gonna have to get outside. I'm gonna follow him and get outside. Okay. All right. So uh they they lead you outside. And uh, you, uh, you're into now a, into a courtyard, into, so they, into a, a space that prep. Can I make a passive perception check to see if we see this mock road so in yeah, the parking in lot? Drawn. <laughs> so yeah, you, you yeah, you guys are hiding out. You're in you're in like full on like I'm in bunker mode, secrecy mode. Yeah, now. Uh, we are we are quickly like things are syncing up time wise though. Uh, yeah. So you you come out onto the into the little area here and it's getting quite crowded uh, out here now. Uh, everybody's sort of left the area. Um, one of the guards has taken the the polyp down and is just like petting it to like calm it down, but it's still looking my, at you. Was my passed out ex girlfriend taken off the scene? Is she alive? Uh, yeah, she. We haven't seen her again. Uh, okay, she's cool. she's gone somewhere. Um, all right. Hope she's all right. And so, Winnegar, you are uh, road roadiger. You are brought outside, 
And I, yeah, I just want to be so overly dramatic and panic and uh, want them. Uh, I just want to be asking for things. Be like, oh, and like have a seat like on the ground. I'm like, oh, can y'all give me a glass of water? Um, you, sir, oh, you have such kind eyes. Um, can you give me just something to sit on? You know, this ground is so hard out here. So <laughs> where are we at? water so oh. this this act works great on all four of the regular guards they are just like they one of them like brings you a couple of pillows and like I, I didn't know if you wanted a firm one or a soft one so i brought you both and like you got them tending to you no problem but the lieutenant and the azorius uh investigator are like up here now and they're clearly having a conversation about what to do about you um but they're too far away for you to to figure it out. Plus you're being fawned over by all these, all these guards now. Okay. Surrounded as some may say, but fawned over is also. <laughs> fawned over is more accurate. <laughs> with the 24, you better believe yeah, it. They love you. So they're all talking. They're all, they're all kind of like trying to like, someone brings you some water and like one of them like made you a sandwich and they're just like, oh, try. they just oh, want to like, they're, they're, they're playing into the, the sort of helpless uh, citizen thing um, because you got that 24 and while that's going on, yeah, you can see the suspicious officers over here, like talking and looking over at you. Do I remember? Did I make up the name of the captain, or did I actually know the captain that Which, I made up? Oh, the one you were pretending to be before. You just made that one up. I just made it up, yeah, right? You didn't actually know a captain. Okay. Yeah. Um, do I remember the name of the private that I talked to when I walked in? Mm, I don't think you got it. I think everybody yeah. just referred to each other by rank. Gotcha. Um, man. Oh, uh, I do know the name of that Simic that I saw. Yep. Dr. Yurik, the scientist. Dr. Yurik. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to try to use him as like a red herring. Uh, <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> This will be the second scientist that I set up. Yeah, you're just like there's uh, yeah. throwing people under the bus is definitely a big strength of this group. So what Love I really it. want is the detectives to go detect. Like I want the detectives to go detect, and I want you know the lackeys to fawn over me, and I can just like ask to go to the bathroom in a different you know whatever and like slip out maybe uh um, okay so you want to get rid of you want to get rid of the the lieutenant and the azorius by pointing yeah. them at someone else yeah so okay. i hear I, I i can hear them though like kind of going back um, and like, yeah, they're, I, they're they're talking quietly at a distance so you can't make out what they're saying um, but I have the insight to know that like, oh, they're fighting over jurisdiction. In yeah, the beginning. they're they're literally, and they're doing the same thing right now. Right. Where they agree that you are suspicious as fuck. And then basically the Azores is like, let me take let me take her back to New Prov and we'll interrogate her and I'll let you know what we find out. And then the lieutenant is like, oh, hell no, this this person's not leaving the Zonot. Like, I don't trust them. I'm going to take them back to our facility and then I'm going to put the truth squid on them and we'll see what they say. So, yeah, they're just deciding what to do with you. Yeah, you don't want that squid anywhere near you. So I want to try to play off that and try to give them both something to go after that they want. Because, like, right now, uh, the guy who has jurisdiction or the guy who is in charge of mm -hmm. these private, like, he's he basically has me, Right. He but wants to. Yeah, they're they're arguing over what to do uh, with you. Yeah, as the prime piece of 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to tell them about uh, the other doctor and what, what I knew uh, the guy who lives below me, quote unquote, below me. Uh, and then hopefully they run off and try to arrest him before. Okay. Or Yeah. So how do you, what do you say? You want to, do you want to deliver this information to the Lieutenant directly or? Yeah. So basically while I'm sitting there, I'm just going to be really loud. So they have to overhear me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Oh, thank you for the cocoa. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like he did the, the, the soldier's like, I put marshmallows in it. Oh, I see that. You're so kind. Look at you. You're so sweet. Y'all's people like marshmallows. I didn't know y'all's people like your marshmallows. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, So tragic. I, I ran into that professor. What was that professor? I keep forgetting. <laughs> Do- Dr. Yorick. Dr. Yorick. Yeah. Yorick. Alas, poor Yorick. Yorick? Yorick. 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 Yeah. Like that. Ick. Yorick. Sweet Dr. York. I, I helped him with, you know, I, I helped him with his apartment the other day. He has the cutest little dog inside there. Anyways, he had me moving, I don't know, something, a bunch of boxes the other day. I was helping him move in. Like some some of it looked like, I don't know, they look like little little uh, square things. They say uh, uh, a fragile on it. And um, they, they, they're they attached to uh, all these wires coming out of it. It all looks very complicated so at at that yeah i think that the two the two uh officers they come over uh and the uh the azorius (laughs) these are says um ma'am are you familiar with this symbol and she she shows you a picture and it's it's a symbol of the um the is it um like it's the is it leagues like it's your your guild symbol like you you recognize the symbol ma'am you know what i see oh yes i do i recognize that symbol you know when i was helping uh uh professor york the other day i noticed when he rolled up his sleeve he had a a a, a carving in his what is it called a carving a tattoo is it a tattoo what is that called oh my god it's such good high cocoa <laughs> yeah he had a little symbol just like that i thought maybe he was in a band or a club or something like that and they uh, yeah, they, they kind of like they look at each other uh, and uh, and the the Azarius, uh the Azarius says, um, uh, well, let's see. I mean, you you want them to think that you're not you're, you're giving this guy up as a distraction, that you're not like worth. Like, OK. All right. So uh, make a um, make a deception roll. Oh, God, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. We've come. So you have far. inspiration. Do you have anything? You should for for. Many reasons, but if you don't There's have inspiration, so many, please, yeah. Uh, okay, take, right. take the inspiration. Take the inspiration. Please take the inspiration. <laughs> inspiration. Um. Okay. So, I think like you, you, you tell that you give up this name, and the lieutenant says quietly to the to the Azorius, um, they're like, um, we we know about this guy, this Yorick. We've had our eyes on him for a while. <laughs> He was working with Krakenhawk for a bit and she nods like like she's heard that name before. And they both kind of are like, OK, now we have a lead. And uh, the lieutenant uh, the with the Azorius in tow says to the two guards closest, you two come with us. We're going to go and have a conversation with Dr. Yorick. You two stay with her when you can move her. Get her somewhere safe and uh, we'll come back and we'll finish the questioning. And uh, and so the four of them. Uh, the four of them leave. Oh my god! And these two, 
Yeah, and these two guards, they're basically like, can we get you anything? As soon as you're ready to get up, we'll, you know, we'll take you somewhere. I'm sorry about your apartment. Um, I was about to say, you can give me a new apartment if you want, but that punchline doesn't work anymore because, I don't know. I, oh, my God, I'm so frazzled. Did y'all see my little Pomeranian when you were in there? Uh, and they kind of look, they kind of look yeah. at each other and they, they shake their head. They're like, uh, ma'am, there was, at least we thought there was nothing alive in there. That explosion was... Uh, well, you're lucky to be alive is, is what I'll say. Oh, yeah. I just, my whole life was in that, was in that apartment. And so all, they, my, all my friends. So they my say, so they say one of them says, um, do you, do you have anybody nearby you can, you can stay with uh, a friend, a relative? That way we can take you there if, if you like. Oh, wow. Uh, do I know anything in this area other than no. I don't know anything? Right? No, no, yeah. you're you're in um, alien territory. OK, so I would just say, you know, oh, God, this is so hard. Uh, yeah, all you got to do now is lose these two guys and then you're on your own. Yeah. So I'll just say, um, you know, my neighbor, Eloise, uh, she. <laughs> She works the night shift, but she'll be home any minute now. I I had I, I have a way to get inside her apartment. I just need to lie down. I just need a rest. Okay, so they uh, they're uh, I think the the gardener so puts a hand out. They stand up and they he puts a hand out to like help you stand up. It's like I am a strong southern <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I can stand up on my own. Uh, so you you get up. And, uh, yeah. And so the idea is now, now you got to get into your neighbor's apartment. So, yeah. so they, I'm going to walk. They just gesture the to the next house. Yeah. Yeah. So is it like a long line of houses yes. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next one would be the next one would be like up here and then there's another oh. one down here. Okay. So I'm going to start walking and then I'll be like, when I said neighbor, I just meant the whole floor. I meant like down here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they, they follow you. <laughs> But they're gonna es- they're they're gonna escort you to the door, right? So they're oh, like, are they really? Yeah, because they don't they don't want to leave you alone. And plus, like, they're supposed to keep an eye on you. So, okay, I don't really have an end game here, Adam. Can you just tell me the answer? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's and that's the thing. It's not a puzzle with one answer. It's just a bad situation you don't want to be in anymore. <laughs> At any point. Mm-hmm. Do we hear the Southern Bell's voice throughout <laughs> our experience? Maybe it's the it's the exclamation of marshmallows. Maybe, maybe I appreciate you're the- wanting. I appreciate you're wanting to help. Um, the three of you are are in a room, uh, very specifically trying to like uh, keep a person out of sight. Um, so unless yeah, there's a loud noise, a murder on the brain. She's yeah. You have a you have a person that is about to be uh, aggressively interrogated. So if there is a loud uh, noise, you mean my or my, you my good friend, my good friend who's about to be aggressively yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to that whole thing in just a minute. Um, is there is there like um this is a really big building? Is there like a yes. public bathroom? or like a bathroom in the hall or like in a courtyard or in a lobby or is uh, there the, yeah no because there would be there'd be in all of the it's essentially an apartment building 
So yeah. maybe there's one in a, like a public gathering area, but you don't know enough about. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna roll here. I'm gonna roll. We'll roll the die of fate. We'll we'll see. Okay. All right. You saw one on your way in. There's a little like gathering area. There's a, a grotto, a little public grotto, but it's like down near the ground, and it's where you came in. Okay. Um. Okay, so as we like walk, I'm gonna say, I was like, what am I doing? I don't have my keys with me. I can't get into her apartment. They're inside my apartment. You know, would y'all be so kind as to loan me a few dollars so I can get a hotel room for the night? <laughs> I'm gonna steal money from these. <laughs> <laughs> so they they like look at each other and uh, and they're like. Well, you you can just come down to the station, ma'am. Uh, it's it's the safest place in the zona. We, we'll make sure that nothing untoward happens to you there. Uh, it, it, see, the thing is, man, we we need to keep an eye on you because the lieutenant said uh, that he still wants to ask you some questions. So, uh, if we put you up in a hotel room, we're gonna have to spend the rest of the night there, and someone's gonna have to go and tell the lieutenant. It'd be a lot easier if you just came down to the station with us. You know, I'm so shaken up. I don't know if I'll be able to make it all the way out there. Um, to tell you the truth, it, you know what? Let's just get, if I can just find a bed that I can lie down before I pass out, that would be so good. Plus, I got to wash up and, you know, <laughs> I got to get, I got to Amazon Prime a new suit. <laughs> all my jumpsuits got burned probably, down. Probably the most accurate statement he's finally said. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> so you want these guards their their intent what they want is to keep an eye on you they don't really care where but they they want to stick to you so that you're safe uh and that the lieutenant can come and talk to you later so they need to know where you are and you want to not have that happen right yeah i basically want to say like put me up a hotel i don't feel safe i'm really tired also like like you'll know where i am because you got the place for me. Like that's the safest place I could be right now. Um, and kind of sell it in that way. And also like, I want to push that hero button on them too. Mm -hmm. be like, like, um, well, y'all are detectives, right? So I'm sure you guys do those things. Like they're not detectives. No. They're like private. They're like, yeah, they're like, they're just like house guards yeah. for the zone. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be like, y'all are detectives, right? So you're probably doing these things all the time, like like uh, hiding witnesses and stuff like that, protect like bodyguard, you're Kevin Costner in stuff all the time, right? <laughs> right. Oh. Famed, oh. famed Boros actor, Kevin Costner. <laughs> He's a minotaur. Um, okay. Uh, so you want to convince them that the heroic thing to do is like protect you personally, but like that it's got to be clandestine, that hiding you would be like a smarter move than taking you somewhere because maybe you're under threat or whatever. Okay, yeah, I I dig it. Yeah. All right, so let's have you make one 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 more persuasion roll, and we'll see the results of this. Rather than saying like you just succeed or fail, if you succeed, then they they take you somewhere where you have an opportunity to like slip out the window. Right, they take you to like a, a safe house that you can potentially escape from. Uh, if you fail, uh, then they they take you to the to the station uh, and they put you up there. Okay, here goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, and the bat just goes soaring through the air a complete miss um, oh. with a 
six and a seven as his options. So uh, you got a one. You rolled a critical fumble, and this is perfect. I get to I get to not only not give you the thing you want, but it's going to be worse yeah. than you thought. So oh they they're like you're gonna. It's clear to you that that if you push any more, it'll make them suspicious, and so you end up having to agree to go to the station. Um, when you arrive at the station, it's really more like a like a Zonot regional uh, like police station, like a um, like a little like county. It's got like a couple of cells and uh, it's an office for liaising with a bigger, uh, a bigger group. But they, so when you get there, they take you to this place uh, and it's down the end of one of these, uh, these like long hallways. When you get to the place, uh, there is a, um, there is an Azorius uh, Vidalcan there. Uh, he is, and he's wearing the, the like sort of um, like the ivory like armor and he has the like the long robes and there's a, an ornithopter floating next to him. Um, and can you, can you roll a religion check for me when you see this guy? Okay. 18. I got an 18. So, um, you've never seen this guy before, but you recognize uh, that on his uh, on his his armor, uh, he has the uh, the sigil of the division of the Azorius that are responsible for uh, precognition and surveillance. Uh, and when you walk up, he comes up to the uh, to the soldiers, to the guards, uh, and he uh, and he he bows and he says. Gentlemen, I see you've brought just the woman I was looking to see. The Senate will take it from here. And the, the guards are like, uh, well, actually, the lieutenant said, and he he just kind of scowls slightly, and it's just like one eyebrow, and he says, thank you, gentlemen. And they turn back and look at you kind of helplessly, and they're like, well, you're in good hands, ma'am. Uh, this, this, uh... <laughs> They'll they'll take care of you down at the Senate. There's no no safer. Uh, we should get back and find the lieutenant. And then they just they just like turn to leave. And this uh, this guy takes a menacing step towards you. Uh, what do you what are you gonna do? Do you maintain the ruse or do you? And and floating behind him is one of these ornithopters. His little blue wings like flickering. Can I roll insight on that exchange? Like what? Based on like how he said pause woman uh <laughs> like, yes yeah. yeah 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 you can make an insight check jesus this, this, oh, <laughs> i was in the <laughs> this couldn't get worse and then you rolled a natural one natural one all right so i have to think i have Two to think of, them, of i have to think of like something that is like the worst thing you could think is about to happen that is not necessarily the truth. Like what would make you the most paranoid? Um, you're pretty sure that this person is like an assassin here to here to kill you. Like the, your, your conspiratorial past has caught up with you. What you, what you get here is like, this person knows who you are and this is the end of the road. Like you, you, you feel your heart leap into your throat and it's like staring into the face of death itself. Like they, this guy's come to rub you out. What are you going to do? Oh, I think I think this is uh, 
the end of A Christmas Carol where Scrooge uh, tries to beg with the ghost of future, like Christmases or whatever. Like he's just like, uh, um, uh, he, he, uh, um, and he's just like mumbling mm-hmm. and like, um, he tries to do the road, vo- the road voice he's been doing, like. Bless my grits. Um, <laughs> you know, is this, is this, is this, and then I just want to ask, is this, and see what the guy Yeah, does. and so the the Vidalkin just watches you uh, sputter and, and stumble, and when the guards, the guards walk away, uh, he puts his hands up, uh, and he says, now, Lineker, there's no need for that disguise, is there? Uh, and he, he snaps his fingers and your disguise just like peels away, just vanishes. Love uh, it. I love this person already. And he, uh, and he says, um, there's no need for the elevated heart rate either. I'm not here to hurt you. Agitant, uh, the adjutant would like to speak to you. Uh, uh, I'm really busy today, uh, but like, you know, if we, I could pencil you in next week or the agitant in um, on another day or something, I, I can give you my card. Um, I'm afraid it was not a request. That's what I assume, but you got to shoot your shot. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta aim for, okay. Uh, do I know what the, ad, or who the adjutant is or you, mm, I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, I think your, your, your paranoia would, would kick in at this. There's no way that this person is referring to anyone other than Dovin Van. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he says that. Yeah. Oh. Do- Dovin Ben, who's almost certainly watching this this scene through the eye of the ornithopter. Oh yeah, and he would be, and that would click in Winnegar's head like right away, and then he would just like look at the ornithopter and be like, "Okay, yeah, good." Uh, and so yeah, and so the uh, the this this Vidalkin uh, says uh, <laughs> he makes a face that's like. He knows he knew you were going to say that. And this is this is a thing that this person and, and other people that work in that division, that's what they're like. Like after a while, they have this kind of smug, detached boredom because their whole job is seeing the future. So when you do something, they're just like, good, of course, this is exactly how I saw it would go. Um, and so they uh, yeah. And so they're just like this way, please. And then the two of you like walk off screen Um so meanwhile, meanwhile, Rode and Torgor and Torgor's friend uh, are my butt. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, you are in a room uh, with a an empty pool, and uh, this guy's tied to a chair. So, uh, Rode, what are you gonna do? All right. So if everyone just agrees to, you know what. Throwing punches or kicking people into pools, Torgor. I'll give you that much, but I'm going to need you to agree to stop untying people. Oh, uh, okay. Tied up right now is just going to stay tied up, and we're going to okay. even. Okay, but 
I do think we should all just everyone should have a nice glass of water. Could I at least get everybody? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll do that. And then if he asks to be untied, what do I do then? I really think that's when I untie him, though, right? Like, isn't so that the con- hey, and he's 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 conscious now, right? Like this this guy tied to a chair, uh, and he looks up at you, Torgor, and he uh, and he says, "Don't worry, Torgor." We're all just going to have a nice conversation. Isn't that right, Road? He looks over at you. Yeah, we're going to have a really nice conversation. And I'm sure if anybody loses their temper, then cooler heads will step in and make sure it doesn't get out of hand. And he says this to you, Torgor. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always okay with things getting a little out of hand. You know how it goes. Uh, but... I just want to make sure that we're just going to have a good time, that everyone's okay. Can I, uh, this is so, I feel like this is so rude because this is like the seventh time I've asked you this, but what is your name, bud? I just want to, I want to get you a glass of water and I'm for, I'm being the worst host right now. Yeah, Can't remember. He, he says, uh, it's fine, Torgor. Sometimes we forget these things. You know what? Surely don't forget friends' names. I can never forget your name. (laughs) He he turns to look at you, Road, and he says, uh, well, you never know what with House Demir out there. Maybe somebody stole Torgor's memories. Let me help you, Torgor. My name is Krasimir. You remember, don't you? I'll be honest, I don't, but I'm really bad with names. Let's be, but Cressamir, thank you so much. I'm sure, I'm sure our first meeting was lovely because I, I just I have the sense of seeing you now again. Yeah. Uh, and he, and he, he says, uh, Torgor, it's been an awfully long night. And if we're going to keep talking, could you, could you do me a favor and get me a glass of water? And he gestures with his head to like the kitchen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Road, do you know uh, where you keep your glasses at? Do you want me to use the sparkling uh, wine stems or I, I, I don't know what the rules the wine are Wine stems are fine, Torgor. I think that would work for everyone. Okay. Do you want water? That'd be great. Okay. Come back with three, three, like doing a very delicate. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's asking you to go get water. So you'll leave the room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I have a question. Yeah. Um, we know I hit my my renown uh, point threshold in yes. Demir. Mm-hmm. There was a boon that came along with this. Yeah, Let me, let's let's take I, a look at that because you yeah you bumped over the uh, to the next level. So let's let's see. If I was Demir, I would have done that, but I'm not. So right. I'm not yes. Yeah. yeah. When, did it, when did this happen? When you were betraying us constantly? Yeah, like literally every every couple of episodes in secret. Um, okay. So let's see here. Uh, Ramnica characters. I think it might be in the guilds. Let me look. House Demir. Mm-hmm. House Demir. There we go. House Demir characters. Uh, here we go. Okay. So you are an independent agent, right? That's the that's the one. Um, as an independent agent, you have considerable latitude in the way you choose to implement your mission goals. You have a spies murmur. 
uh, a device that allows you to communicate telepathically with other Demir agents who are similar items. Uh, so you want to make sure you get that on your character sheet. Let me see what it does. Because that would be handy right now. Uh, a headpiece crafted from dark metal worn curved around the ear. If you know a creature wearing a spy's murmur and they're within a mile, you can communicate telepathically with each other as a bonus action. You can allow that creature to hear everything you hear for an hour. Right, so it's a Bluetooth headset, but for secret fantasy spies. All right, what's the what's the sort of... Because I assume you wouldn't be able to sense the amount that were around you in a mile. That be uh, no. I think you have to know that someone is wearing one. You have to pair them, uh, basically. Okay, cool. Um, th- taking a look at our 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 poor tied up friend. Do I see anything like this? Um, I mean, he's been like kicked and punched and like thrown around, so it might have fallen off. Um, but you don't see him wearing one. Okay. Um. Well, while I'm over in front of him, I looking, I suppose, I say, so while our friend's gone, why don't you give me, let's say, two solid reasons to not kill you before he gets back? Yeah, he says, well, you of all people should know, agent, that killing me means everything that I know disappears. And you don't want that, do you? You're too curious to just kill me. I don't think I need a second reason. In the fridge, I see sparkling cap <laughs> and filtered. Do you know what type you guys want? Should we just get filtered or to preference? It's, it's sparkling water for the both of us, Torgor. Okay, I, I, I'll get myself. So I like. To, okay, great. <laughs> just love you in the other room, like. Is this milk still good? Oh, no, it's not still good. I don't, we don't have any milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, yeah, Torgor is still in the other room uh, looking for looking for drinks. Uh, is there anything, anything else you want to say here, Road? Oh, gosh. Then I guess she sort of, I guess she'll pull up another chair and sit across from him. She says, all right, then start with the information then. Okay. So you uh, you come back and he, uh, and he says... Uh, well, I can't just tell you everything. Obviously, we all have our secrets, but I would like to stay alive. So how about instead of this being an interrogation, we make it a business conversation? I have friends, powerful friends, ones that might be able to help you or perhaps help your friend out of his debt. Well, wouldn't you just do that for Torgor since you're such good friends already? <laughs> he rolls right. his eyes at you. <laughs> uh, we can start this conversation when you stop, when you let him go. Then we'll, then we'll start talking. Yeah, uh, he shakes his head. I need to know someone in this room is willing to protect me if things go wrong. If you attack me or try to kill me, Torgor's my insurance. Mm. All right. Um, what do you want in exchange? What, what can I give you? Your life? I think that that's a pretty large boon at this point. Yeah, and he, he, uh, he nods uh, and he says... Um, 
seems to me that that's the best I'm going to get out of this. Yes. So you agree to let me go. And he, he looks down at the ropes that are tying him to the chair. Show of faith, maybe. And like pulls on them a little. And I'll tell you the answers to a few of your questions before I go. We're going to have to trust one another. And I know it's difficult. Don't particularly like this situation either, but here's where we are. At that exact moment, yeah. Torgar walks in uh, with his three glasses, like gingerly placed, <laughs> handling it very. No, no, no okay. Uh, the two on this side are the sparkling. So, uh, Road, if you want to grab this one, and oh, here, uh, up. we'll go one limb at a time. And I, I take out my dagger and I cut off the ropes on our friend's first arm. Okay, yeah. So he, he shakes his wrist a little bit and he, he looks at you, Torgor, and he's like, "Thank you, Torgor. I'm parched." And he reaches out and, and takes the. Takes a glass from you. And though they're sparkling off. Uh, so, uh, anybody got dinner plans? Are we eating? Uh, what's what, what's the game plan now? Oh, we could we could get we could get dinner later. I'm sure. But the first thing that I think I want to know is uh, why you had such animosity towards us earlier. Animosity implies that it's personal. Road. This isn't. Just like you, well, we're. Was it? Yeah, he says, just just like you, we're implements of a greater power. Oh my God, Rhodes like panicking. She's she's because uh, it doesn't. Oh no, the Demir is so complicated. <laughs> um, how, how long into this hour would you say this charm person has now been running? Yeah, let me look at charm person here. So. It, no, it, Oh, it runs for one hour. I I look that yeah, up. Yeah, I want to see yeah. when it ends. The creature knows. Okay, so you're yeah. you're just trying to like buy out. Yeah, I mean he's he's trying to get out of here within the hour, and you're trying, and we want you want it to uh, theoretically you want it to end so that you have some some like yeah. Um, well, well, I, it's I, been I, it hasn't been too long. Through. It okay. hasn't been too long. Let's let's say let's say it's been like fifteen fifteen minutes. minutes? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, and we already checked Labus about this episode. This is not concentration. We already tried to break it. I kicked him into a swimming pool. <laughs> it's true. It just lasts an hour. Okay. Um, all right. So, but, but someone else's would imply that you were given orders. What would they be? And he, he, uh, he sighs and he says, um, We have knowledge of operatives in the city working against our goals. We were told that this apartment contained some. The explosion was a nice touch. I assume you did that on purpose, though I can't figure out why. They did soften you up a bit. You're tougher than you look. Sorry about all that. It's not personal, yes, I assure you. No, I just, I guess I find, I'm just finding out that I'm directly conflicting your goals. And that's, that's, that's a shame. That's a shame to hear what, what goals of yours am I directly conflicting? That's a grievous accusation. 
Sometimes it feels like you're torn in two different directions when what you really want to go with is your own. This is an old Rakdos proverb uh, that Torgor actually has framed over his bed. If you guys would like me to explain it, I could break it down for you. Uh, But really, what road do you want to take, I would say? I feel like both of them look at you like... All right, buddy. <laughs> so he's so nice and docile right now. <laughs> he's come back in a nice like apron, like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make cookies. Um. So yeah, he uh, he says to you, uh, Road. Um, certainly, your your organization and ours are structured similarly, so that if you were captured, you couldn't ruin the whole thing under interrogation. I'm afraid you're only going to learn my direct my direct co-conspirators. I can't give up the cell. You've killed most of them. So, know this. The Balerians are watching you. Your cover's been blown. And even if you get rid of me, which I trust you won't, there'll be more. We won't stop. And the Balerians that you're with, um, is it a cause you would die for? <laughs> he, he squints at you uh, and he says, uh, a braver man or a more zealous one wouldn't hesitate to say yes. I consider myself more valuable alive, but maybe that's just me. I'm sure there are people who would agree with you. And I come, I come over and I cut off one of the ropes on one of his legs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So Valerian cells. It what? <sighs> this isn't great. This isn't great. <laughs> it's quite distressing. Torger, you understand what this means, right? Uh, it means that. We can't order food here, right? No, Is that we no? We have to go somewhere. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured that much. <laughs> yeah. What I am telling you is that the Balerians know who we are, Torgor. Can I make a religion check to see if I know who the Balerians are? Um, I don't think that it's a name that really anyone outside of their order hears very often. Mm-hmm. Um, you could guess, given the name, that they are servants of or uh, conspirators of Jace Bellerin. Um, they, they, this guy seems to be like your counterpart in an anti-conspiracy against your conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Uh, well, this is great, really, because you know what this means? What? It, it means that they're scared. It means that we're getting to them, which also means that they're going to slip up. Uh, so I'm excited about this because, oh, you know what this means? We can start telling people we don't have to keep this hidden as much anymore. And that's the worst part. Torgor is not a good liar um, and otherwise, like, loves this job. So when you, you say that, Torgor, uh, he, Krasimir, turns to you and he, he says, um, 
If only it were that easy, friend. But it's not. We are in agreement on this one thing and this one thing only. The people of Ravnica aren't ready to know the truth. Whether you are exalting our lord, Jace Bellerin, or trying to kill him, the people of Ravnica would fall apart if they knew that this was not the only world. If there were entities walking among them with greater power than they could imagine, it would come apart. It would be chaos. I, I, Krasmer, I remember where we met. We got drunk one night, and you told me this exact same speech. And I, we went back and forth for hours where I said, ultimately, it's the right for everybody's access to knowledge. They should be known of what's available. And, and, and we just dog chase and tail, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, this, you're a good bud, man. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he turns to you, Road. Uh, and, uh, and he says, um, I think that's everything. I have a few more. Um, how, how far does your knowledge of our great organization go? Do you know my boss? He, he, he shakes his head, uh, and he, he says, uh, (laughs) Would I be here trying to kill you if I knew who was in charge? Man, you'd kill me? Then you would never find out. It looks like... He shakes his head. He says, um... I know you or the way you operate well enough to know that you wouldn't give up whoever's giving you orders. We attacked here because this is what we knew. All right. And how have you been getting your orders? And he, uh, he smiles. You can, you can say either of them. Yeah. He, either of the orders you've been receiving. He, he smiles and he says, um, well, like anyone, I serve my guild loyally and follow their orders. But my higher calling. And he kind of gets this like far away look in his eyes. My higher calling. I receive visions, dreams, my destiny. We all do. We're bound together by them. And he has this look in his face that, that can you make an insight check? You can either, you can either like both make separate ones or somebody can make one with, with advantage. It doesn't matter to me. Cause you're both mm-hmm. like watching this guy. It maybe, maybe right. it makes more sense to have whoever has the highest insight roll it with advantage. I have a yeah. Plus five. Yeah, you should. I have a minus two, so let's roll with yours. <laughs> I don't know how big char- if charmed being helps or worsens that, but it was it was the nice sparkling water that you brought me. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So roll, uh, roll with advantage. Yeah. Oh, hot damn! A twenty-five. Okay. Um. So you've seen in your life, you've experienced and seen lots of people get charmed by magic before. Low level charm magic seems to work by overriding the person's like own personal belief. So if you believe this person is my enemy, a charm person spell can say this person is my friend. I'm going to rewire that like obvious. It takes what you actually believe and it bends it. Right. But it doesn't change uh, the core stuff like you still you'll recover from it and you'll go back to, to hating that person or being afraid of them or whatever. Like the charm person spell on Torgor will go away. 
this guy is under the effects of some like either very powerful or constant, deep, repeated magical conditioning. Um, there, there is something going on that is well beyond just a simple charm person spell uh, that is uh, making this guy think and feel and behave the way that he is. And he doesn't even know it. Um, it's very subtle, but because you got a crit, uh, you, you can, you can see it. Something about this indicates to you that this person is being dominated by incredibly powerful enchantment magic. I think like the first thing Rod does is worry if she's the same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a second, but then I could be under, and he doesn't even know. Um, and so he, uh, and so he looks at you and he sees you looking at him and he says, um, Yes, you should question these things, the way you feel, what you believe. I've had my eyes open. I see the truth now. The truth the people of Ravnica aren't ready for. The Jace is no mere spellcaster, no wizard. He's something greater, something above and beyond anything, anyone. And he kind of like gets that look that like he's the best kind of like look in his face. Uh, and he says, uh, that's why you and your conspiracy are doomed to fail. How long has your mind not been your own? What do you mean? Well, I think she means is that we're under a constant influx of, you know, like (laughs) people trying to coerce us into believing different things. And I I, I try to believe that with Arachdos, it's ultimately our personal choice with all of that. But like with Demir, I'm sure you all grow up thinking that it's like there's double meaning and stuff. And like hit, basically you got to unlearn what you learn Torgor. to be able to learn new information. Torgor, who's talking about Demir agents? Torgor used, Torgor used Rakdos libertarianism. It's not very effective. <laughs> it never is. It, it, it never is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he... Uh, yeah, he, he's nodding as you speak, uh, Torgora, and he, he says, um, yes, yes, Torgora, it's about freedom. It's about the right kind of freedom. For some, freedom is dangerous. They don't know what to do with it. They need to be guided, instructed, like the people of Ravnica. They don't see the truth because the truth would harm them. It would make their lives unstable. This is why we have to keep it from them. We are not so different. And he says this to you, Rode. We're not so different, you and I. Your fervor to protect the people of Ravnica is admirable, but you're coming at it from the wrong way. I'll tell you what, there's one way we're different. And it's that I've kept my guilt as my marker of utmost importance. You've lost that. The guilds are just tools. Tools to protect, to serve, and to empower Ravnica. Implements to be wielded by the guild pact. Just because you're too short-sighted to see that doesn't mean it isn't true. All right. And I, I truly, I can't give you your mind back. You'll have to fight for it yourself. So 
So what else? Is there anything else you'd like to know, Torgor? Hmm. Krasmir, what what is that ale of choice? We had it that night and it was, <laughs> it was so and I can't remember for the life of me was it, it must have been a Loxodon brew because I think I think they're the only ones with the real patience to put something together that's worth the time, you know. Uh, I can't remember. And he, uh, yeah, he's still like kind of nodding like, yeah, buddy, I, you know, I don't remember either. Uh, but you know what? We'll, we'll have to, after all this unpleasantness is over, we'll, we'll have to go out together again, Torgor. Better days. Now, Rode, if you could release me. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure that I don't want you to meet any of my friends, right? Because it's a matter of which one. I think I have a few friends who would love to meet you. I'm just just deciding. Because you've told me some things, but mostly you've just lectured at me quite a bit. And I already know everything I knew to begin with. There are a bunch of people out there who hate me and want me dead. Um, I learned nothing new, and I don't think Torgor did either. You can see, you can see him get kind of tense. Like, are you gonna, you gonna fuck me on this road? Did you lie to me? Like, he's, he's kind of like waiting for you to, to make a move. So I don't know. Unless you have anything you'd like to contribute, I might have to sit and think on it. He shakes his head. You have to know you're not safe here. If we found you once, we can find you again. My allies are almost certainly already on their way. Well, I have nowhere else to go. You know where I live. You know where I work. Might as well stay here. Safest place I know. Tell me, did you know of this place before I brought you here today? Um, he... He just gives you, like, a grin, and he, he says, uh... Our agents are everywhere. Hmm. It wasn't a yes, and it also wasn't a no. All right. Torgor, I don't know. You just have so much catching up to do. Do you think that do you think that we should let him go? Because, I mean, we're only, we only just started talking. I feel like there's a whole afternoon's worth of catching up to do. Oh, my God. I was just saying the same thing. I want to hear everything that's been going on in Krasmer's life. I, I feel so... We've been asking you so many questions. Why don't we just, like, let you talk for a little bit? Um, you know what? I will go look in the kitchen for something to whip up. I'm sure there's got to be something around here. I make a mean paella and I will see what's available. (laughs) So he he says to you, Torgor, I can stay a bit if you'd like, but there's no reason to keep me tied up. Why don't we all just calm down? Torgor, come, come over here and cut these ropes for me. I don't, I don't think that that's necessary, Torgor. Remember, we said that I was in charge of ropes because you're bad at untying them. Oh. 
Bro, we did say that, but we also said we would talk about it if you were asked to be untied. And you've done a great job. You've done fifty percent of this untying. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah. Like you, why not just finish it? Why not just do the rest? Yeah, 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 yeah. Torgor, if you untie him, I'll have to kill him, and I don't think you want that. So how about we leave him tied up? Krasmer, do you want to die? He shakes his head and he says, no, but there's no reason for us to get all upset about this. You haven't given me anything. I think I have a right to get upset. If I had anything else to bargain for my life with, I would give it to you. But this is the thing. Your organization is leaky, sloppy. We found you because your intelligence operations are amateurish at best. Ours don't function that way. I have no one to give up. I'm here to deliver a message. Try to kill you, to send a message to your bosses, to leave alone, which should be left alone. I've failed in that. I'm not going to try again. I'm going to return and tell my organization that I've failed. That's all that needs to happen tonight. Oh, well, look at that. He's just going to... And We have no... Re- I've known Krasmir for... Pro- I think it's three years now. I, I can't. I'm not quite certain. And but Torgor, it, if, if, if you and your friend untie me and let me go, then I can make a case that I've convinced you to leave well enough alone. You can give up this whole conspiracy and go back to your lives, serving your guilds, being good Ravnikans. I know you think that you've seen something that's changed the way you see the world, but you can forget it. It can be forgotten. I know, I know, but I'll be honest, Krasmir. I love being a part of the Racto Circus. It's it's a blast, but the, I've really appreciate. I, I let me tell you, catch you up what I've been doing these past couple <laughs> years. I've, I've, being a part of this conspiracy really has allowed me to like grow and and and, and think about Ravnica as a whole. And yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't well, do well enough talking, alone. I'm going to walk over to Casimir. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please. I would, I will tell him my life story. <laughs> so Turger, yeah, Turger begins telling this guy just oh, how much, yeah. just how much the conspiracy means to, to him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I get close enough to Casimir, I'm going to knock him out. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, so right, you cool. you you just give him a Vulcan neck pinch. Uh, you give you give him the simic unconsciousness blow. You knock him out, uh, and his his head snaps back, and he falls unconscious in the chair. I look up. I'm looking up in the <laughs> corner, like recalling a memory, and I cut back. I have to hear the sound. And it's like, oh, you know, people told me I was becoming a better storyteller, but I, 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 I it's all right. It's so rude. <laughs> it's it's very rude. Road, Casby, uh, I love the guy, but terrible lister. Right, we'll, we'll just um we'll, i you know what we'll just let him nap how's that sound that that would be rude to wake him right Ugh. right okay cool and I, I i hear he tosses and turns in his sleep so i'm just gonna redo these robes god uh, Rode, you're such a good friend to casimir i just yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get uh, working on this paella i'll be right back <laughs> okay and i think road has started contemplating how to get this person back in the hands of the Demir mm. because if mm-hmm. he, if his priority is now not the Demir, Rode have a problem with that. Yeah, so um, 
it's it's clear like it's clear to you that what's what's happened here is that like you and him are both house demir agents but yes. he serves the opposite conspiracy to you right he serves jace he's a member of the the petitioners and that seems to be his main priority but yeah if you want to like and i guess this is the question because you do have a responsibility to like he said maintain secrecy right to not you can't go back to your guild and be like you know, this guy is part of a grand conspiracy involving planeswalkers and whatever, because that's betraying that thing. That's betraying like the Rose and, and your teammates and everything, uh, because that secret is meant to stay secret. Um, but if you could find a way to turn him over to the Demir and be like, this guy's a bad agent, his loyalties are divided. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah, that would effectively get rid of him because then House Demir would be like, Really? Basically, you're you're basically just like pointing the witch hunt at him and being like, yeah, he's he's bad. Deal with him. Because I'm sure that I can I'll get that information from him either way. He either doesn't know anything and I turn him over to the Demir agents and they give him his brain back or they at least make it. Yeah. So based on based on what you've seen, like interrogating him anymore won't get you anything uh, because he doesn't know. Like, it's clear that his mind has been conditioned very deeply so that he he can't give up anything valuable or maybe he doesn't know it maybe it's been erased but yeah you you still have him as a a person uh to deal with all right i think her plan at the moment is to to keep him and give him up at her next drop when she has that scheduled yeah oh yeah that's fine and i i think that that's something like you use this room as a drop anyway so i think that if you like just tie him up and leave him here with like a note on him. Then uh, the house will come and get him and then they'll have a conversation. Yeah. I think that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 20 minutes later into uh furious paella making, we suddenly hear the pan crash and <laughs> right? yell a furious scream. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like I love, I love the idea of when the charm person spell wears off, you realize that you've been bamboozled. So yeah, you're just like in the middle of something and like who, you know, who hasn't had this happen to them before when they're just like, you're hanging out in your kitchen you're just making yourself some couscous. And then you're like, wait a second. All my friends have betrayed me. Why? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, yeah. I think that's what happens there is you have that moment. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we, it's very clear to, to all of us, you know, when road looks over that this, this is the sound of a man being freed from a charm spell. And, oh, uh, back. yeah. And I think that's where we, I think that's where we end the, the episode on that, on that shout of like, ah! like, how dare you, uh, to your unconscious friend. And then we, yeah, we fade to fade to credits. Uh, so cool. That's, that's our episode. Nice. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody for coming and watching. Uh, and thank you, my, my fellow castmates for, uh, being engaged, even though we had this very divided, uh, episode. Uh, I wanted to give, uh, I wanted to give Winnegar some, some, some action room at the beginning. And it was really cool how, uh, Torgoran wrote how y'all were just kind of like jumping in with stuff. That was fun. Cause I know it can be difficult when you're like, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm actually just watching Carlos play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Everyone's so talented. It's like a gift that you mm -hmm. get close. It's it's one of my funnest games when 
people play Dungeons and Dragons, but it's just watching me. (laughs) (laughs) I go to game stores. I'm like, hey, would you guys like to play Carlos Plays Dungeons and Dragons game? (laughs) What's great about this whole conversation is that's literally what's happening. So thank you, everybody, for coming and watching Carlos, Katie, (laughs) Masood, and Adam play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, We will be, I think, rejoined by by our goblin friend uh, next time. And uh, I am super excited to see what's going on in the underground with the Golgari. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming, everybody. Let's that was great. Let's do some. We'll do some shout outs, uh, and then we will call it a day. So let's let's start with uh, let's start with Carlos. Carlos plays Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Carlos, where can people find you and the cool stuff you do on the internet? On the interwebs. Hey, I'm TK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I write, I write stories. <laughs> um, I'm so used to hearing that first thing I know, like, right? right off the bat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, uh, my name is Carlos. You can find me on all social media under Carlos Crits. You could also find me doing videos, uh, interviews, or updates on uh, Roll20's YouTube page. That's Roll20 app. Um, that's their channel. You could also find me on Sundays on this channel uh, for Rivals of Waterdeep and other than that I don't think I have anything going on until Big Bad oh, uh, Roll20 Con which we'll be announcing this week Uh, so if you're watching this stream you get to hear the announcement first. Uh, so we will be doing that on October 5th and 6th, two days of gaming for charity. So that should be really exciting. I'll have a full schedule coming up in uh, next week, actually. So cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Roll 20 Con's always fun. Um, awesome. Yeah. And for folks asking, where is Roll 20 Con? The internet. The interweb. It's an, all inter- around it's us. an internet. I can be at Roll 20 Con. Yeah. Yes. Just, just like the movie Lawnmower Man. <laughs> you can be <laughs> Roll 20 Con is all over. Remind <laughs> me, remind me sometime if I haven't told you the story about Lawnmower Man and uh, Pierce Brosnan and the record store I used to work at. I'll tell you about it sometime, Carlos. This sounds fantastic. I'm already hooked. <laughs> cool. Uh, up, up above Carlos, uh, playing, playing road. It's Katie May. Katie, do the thing. Hi, I'm Katie May. You can find me at Twitter at OKKatieMay. If you're interested to see what I look like being a dungeon master, you can watch Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice. You can't watch it. You can only listen to it. It'd be very uninteresting if you just saw my face, just like panic <laughs> as my players do something weird for the thousandth time. Um, yeah, so you can listen to that wherever podcasts are. We're releasing new episodes actually um, every other Wednesday now. So your girl's putting out an episode after after this show. Um, and, and since... Since TK's not here, I'll say it. You should be watching Tales from the Mist. Mm-hmm. If you're not, what yeah. are you doing? Agreed. Go do it. There's Wasting so, there's so much good stuff to check out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last but not least, owner of a great cat, it's Masood. What else, Masood, <laughs> besides your great cat? Uh, well, it's me, Masood. Uh, I write... <laughs> Uh, that's some copyright infringement right there. Uh, <laughs> no, it's different. I started with, oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Completely different. Totally original. Uh, yeah, I'm just out here doing comedy and stuff. Um, just being the best cat dad that I can. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to keep up with my antics, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, both of which are Boy. M-A-H-R-U-D-E-B-O-I, as you can see in the handle around 
I'm just going to put my fingers. So I don't know where exactly they, they are. It's like probably done. It's on below. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. on below. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, keep up with stuff. And guys, seriously, Jay Spellerman Must Die has grown my Twitter presence to now have roughly like 220 followers. That's right. And I'm following, I'm following <laughs> zero people. I'm following <laughs> no one and I love it. So please follow me. <laughs> I will not follow you back. But let this, I want to be the egg of Twitter. You know what the egg was to Instagram? I want that yeah. to be my profile to Twitter. <laughs> I like really, it's, it's, it's goals. Um, but yeah. Perfect. Good. I'm into it. I support that plan. <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, well, as always, this has been delight. This is Jay Speller and Must Die, uh, a show in which some goons try to do the impossible, and then there's also a conspiracy. I guess uh, if you like uh, this, you can check out all kinds of other great Roll Twenty content on our YouTube channel. Uh, this show and several others, both Dungeons and Dragons and games not Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, go and check that out. Thank you so much for watching. And you know what the the thing is, it doesn't have to just be watch Carlos play Dungeons and Dragons. It can be play Dungeons and Dragons. Go to Roll20.net, sign up for an account, check it out. It's fun to role play. You can do it too. We're going to go. We're done for the day. Thank you for coming. We will see you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.